Something that a lot of people might have experienced, uh, particularly women who find themselves in some other position of power and the hostility that they are confronted with in those kinds of environments, be it in the business world, in the working environment, etc. And we know that it takes a lot more than just putting women in positions or women finding themselves in positions of power for things to change. It's also about uh, we men making uh, the effort to be a part of that change for, I guess, uh, the progress of society. Dr. Matenchi, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, family, and good morning to the listeners as well. I mean, you, you're a woman in power yourself. I mean, what experiences do you have to share in this regard about the types of hostilities that you have encountered in your journey? I started my work in, in formal employment before I went into private practice. Mm. And I had a, one particular boss that we actually later became friends and our children also became friends. Mm. But at the time, it was a place where it was very unsafe to raise issues, whatever the issues might be, whether in terms of how she was treating other people at work or whatever issues that had to do with um, the tasks that we, were ta- that we were required to perform. So there was no open and honest communication. And when you did, you were literally uh, punished and victimized for raising those issues. I remember also there was also an infringement in terms of the boundaries. So you know when you are working, and yes, there's always a desire when you are a woman to want to work hard and prove your worth. But you find that there's an intrusion into your own boundaries, your own personal space. So a few calls, a few emails that are happening on a weekend or at night after hours, mm. and you're finding that it's becoming very difficult for you to have that work-life balance, but also to separate work and home life issues. And then there's also the typical bullying behaviors that you might find in, uh, in the work where you're supposed to be due for training, but opportunities for training and development are not necessarily directed to you, they're overlooked or you're not yet ready. And then also that there's just a low, low morale, that what there's, there's unhealthy interpersonal interactions with colleagues that actually makes people very difficult to work with. And there's no team coercion and there's low morale. And you find that you're actually not working as a team. You're not even trusting the people that you're working with. And I think some of these things, people can relate to them. And mm-hmm. I'd like to encourage them to just uh, Google and find somebody who's written beautiful articles on um, on, on this, uh, on the toxic work environment. It's just called the career contessa.com. So you can go to that website and actually follow this person who actually does also coaching work on it. But there's other things that have to do with gossip behavior where you mm-hmm. understand that if something is being discussed in a private meeting that you think is going to be a professional setting is being shared in the grapevine and suddenly whatever it is that you raise about your personal challenges everybody knows about that there's no confidentiality now you might also find that there's supervisors who are incompetent in terms of doing their work they're not mm. communicating effectively they're not properly trained they're not doing their work and they're not taking responsibility for their own um, flaws when they've made mistakes in terms of their job and they're blaming or victimizing other people instead of taking responsibility and then finally uh, you might find that because of where you are speaking, where you are working, where you are engaging with people, there is just a lot of stress that you are that you are engaging in. You are no longer motivated. You no longer feel happy. You no longer really feel that you enjoy what you're doing and that you are happy at that environment. And it's actually contaminating your other difficulty with a line manager or that you're feeling excluded. Mm. Pearl ends up as an empath absorbing that energy and actually wanting to do something. Mm. And then you become exposed. So because of you want to have that supportive, that team cohesive, that team building, 
building thing that you have with other people, that connection, that social connection, so that you become affected. But because also as females, you care enough to want to be able to do something. You want to activate that empathy into compassion to activate the change that you want that will improve the work environment to be healthy for that person or even for yourself. And unfortunately, if the work workspace is not allowing you to do that, and it's highlighting or it's minimizing the issues that you are raising, we find that contributes to the toxicity as well for yourself. Mm. All right, we're going to take a breather, uh, but Dr. Tepisoma Denji joins us as we talk about uh, the hostilities that women are confronted with, particularly if they find themselves in those positions of power or whether they're ascending to, to that. And um, just very fascinating um, as, as we reflect on all of that. And of course, uh, in a moment, we'll certainly find some ways, uh, as we always do, courtesy of Dr. Madenji on how such situations can be managed better. Right, it is six minutes to nine. We continue with Dr. Tepisoma Denji on personal mastery. Doctor, I've found that some yes. women who are in leadership positions tend to take on a certain persona, like they'll yes. become a dragon or they'll become a boardroom monster just so that they can put up this front and deal with the work environment. But that's not really them. How, how really do we navigate losing ourselves for the job and just keeping true to yourself? Firstly, that is an unhealthy thing to do. One of the things that you do in terms of career coaching is to make you realize that who you are, the best version of you, your talents, your strengths, your assets, all of your, your, your capabilities are part of what is going to contribute to you doing extremely well in the career that you choose. If you know who you are and you love who you are and you actually look at the things that you have that make you the unique individual and the strong individual that you are, when you find a career that aligns with that, it is easy to be able to put your passion, your energy and your drive into it. And then the money will follow. Because when you are doing what you love, it, you've just accelerated naturally. Now, if you are in a work environment that already the best version of who you are is being completely sucked dry. It's an indicator of an unhealthy, toxic environment for you. And if you're finding that for you to navigate that headspace, you need to change the self-object. You need to change who you are, whether in terms of the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you, the values that you have in terms of your behavior and attitude. But you're changing not for the better, but changing for the worst in terms of who you are. That's another indicator that you are in an unhealthy environment. And then thirdly, when you are finding that in order to navigate these types of relationships, it's bringing out the dragon in you. It might be getting the performance and the tasks and the work that you want, but it is actually detrimental to other people. Then there's another indicator that you, you might also contributing to the toxicity in that environment. So trying to change who you are in terms of dishonoring, in terms of not serving who you are, in terms of the best version of who you are, those are just indicators that you are in an unhealthy environment. Now let's talk about how you turn it around. And it is important that you understand that when you compromise you, you are also inviting other people to also compromise you. Mm. More importantly, that compromised version of you is going to go into your proximal and your secondary circle to go and contaminate that space. Because if you are hurting the environment that you are in, you're also going to end up hurting other people within that environment. And they will also then ripple effect create hurt in other people. So it's important to look at who you are. The other part is that it might be happening because you're to other people. Mm. It's important then to take the time to understand what is happening to you. If there is somebody who is a mentor, whether if it's in your direct line of 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 of, of, of uh, management or somebody who's superior, see if you can talk to them. It is important to not just suffer in silence, break the, break that silence.
Secondly, Absolutely. be willing to get help for yourself. Don't also just talk to people. Be willing to learn the skills because perhaps your perspective about it, you are so close, you're not able to gain that objective in the, uh, perspective on it so that they can give you feedback in terms of where you need to grow. But then also be able to make a distinction between an attack that is directed on what you are doing and an attack that is directed at you as a person. And then be able to consider the source of the person who's making that attack because sometimes the criticism that is actually leveled at you intended to grow you as a person or alternatively to grow you in terms of your task. Mm. But you find that the person who's actually giving that feedback is doing it in such a way that contaminates and destroys you. And you actually need to sift through what is actually valuable information and what is not valuable and then be able to work and mediate it and integrate it into the changes that you need to implement for your life. Mm. Very fascinating and important conversation, Doc, and we appreciate your time as always. So thank you very much. And I hope uh, your words of wisdom today landed well as they always do.